Woodley on the beat. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Million Dollar Candles podcast. On this episode, we have by the name of Demetrius Fairman. Now, Demetrius is a power plant operator and is also an avid content producer, right? Um, delving very heavily into investments, um, mostly local, right, Demetrius? Yeah, man, local. Most, mostly local. Uh, we're going to leave a link to the description of his videos in in the um, podcast description. Yes, need to check it out. For now, Demetrius, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here. Respect, 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 and major appreciation for bringing me onto this platform. And as we say, it's a rap session, it's a learning session. Our bounce knowledge off each other. Hopefully, get to know the crowd. People get to know me, and we're just here to spread the knowledge. I'm pretty sure yeah, man, that's future millionaires that's, listening. <laughs> that's always that's always the aim, you know, Demetrius. Trust me. And to have a young man such as yourself. Um, engaging in this type of content and, and sharing the knowledge um, that is very promising for our age group because you know say if I'm a TikTok then I Instagram <laughs> you know? yeah true man I hate that man <laughs> so, so to even have a conversation with you and, and relate on this level mm-hmm. that is truly promising so without further ado let's get into who Demetrius Freeman is now we, we didn't have a long talk um prior to starting the recording so give us and the audience uh, a brief introduction as to who Demetrius Freeman is well straight off the bat just a just a normal youth in Jamaica that instead of doing the crime <laughs> trying to get this thing <laughs> trying to get this thing legal you know so my 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 thing about me is that from I was smaller like young age my thing is just always figuring how to make my own thing my own gaining my own independence so whether that was from selling snacks in primary school and then sell captain's birkin donut to high school my thing was just always trying to make ends meet by myself because i don't want to put burden on other people i don't want to put excess burden on my parents because we're jamaicans and we say yo it's rough out there and anything we can do for help people, help people. So basically, I have a touch of entrepreneurship when I think I was born with. Apart from that, um, avid YouTube watcher, like legit watch YouTube more than TV. So it's no surprise that I decided to join the platform. And uh, fitness is a lot. And you guys can see when I was on Instagram, Constant Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Ronaldo post so yeah, yeah. no surprise there that fitness is a love and that's what I started YouTube on but you know that in business and that is reason why most of us try to do YouTube we're not really in it for the entertainment we're in it to share information and also create a business and fitness wasn't cutting it mm-hmm. fitness wasn't giving me the momentum that I needed to create a platform so I went to another love of mine, which people usually judge me for, which was the love of money. And it's so on a way to say, No, man, not, you love. not on this platform. <laughs> not on this platform. 
No, no, but but here, all right, before we even and, and that's a topic I want to touch on, but before we go there, um yeah. that you you wanted to almost independently provide um you know for yourself. Um you didn't want to to extend a burden upon your family. Is it a case where you were forced to provide for yourself because of your socioeconomic situation, or is that case where you took the initiative yourself? And you did that? I, I know, I know. It wasn't a case of, 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 of uh, what do you call it now, a household that was lacking financially. Everybody has them up and down moments, but I wouldn't call myself necessarily on the lower end of the economical scale. I was basically a middle class citizen, if you would like to say that. But you know that you see things as a teenager or as a child, and you want it, the parents say no. So instead of going out there and taking it illegally, you decided to do small business on the side and say, oh, I could sell this. It just happened. Like, that was just my first idea. I would just sell things and make money. And I don't know if you guys know about Bay, Bay Blades and them things, the like, little spinning yeah, yeah, top yeah. things. And then so it started. <laughs> like yeah, legit save up the $200 a weekend and, and go buy Bay Blades a, a shop and them things. So that was where it started. I wanted something. So instead of asking my parents, because once I get one no, I hit that. Like, I get one no, I'm going to ask you again. I'm going to try yeah. and get it myself. Okay, so okay. That, that, that's where it started. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so, all right. So your journey, your journey there um, kind of propelled you into this space. Now, what was the journey like becoming a power plant operator? Because, um, mm-hmm. of course, of course, that requires some level of, of um, either secondary or tertiary level um, education. Um, so what was that like getting to the power plant operator? What, what were the steps you took to actually get there? All right. So let me just clarify what's a power plant operator for the people that really don't know the area. I work at a power plant and power plant basically... They, they are in charge of generation of creating, not creating, because you can't create energy, but generate energy so yeah. that you guys can have lights in your households. That is what I basically do. I keep the plant running and I make sure that we get optimal performance in the power plant. So this journey of becoming a power plant operator is either you have an engineering degree, some engineering discipline in order to get into this field. So I studied at the Caribbean Maritime Institute the four years, you get your bachelor's. And then now you would think that you automatically get into a job. But <laughs> no. <laughs> we know Jamaica. If you pass on that joke there. Yeah, man. Job, wait. Wait. Because you remember them play this big ad and read them. I got a degree from Caribbean Maritime and, and, and you will be guaranteed a job. Nothing like that. Mm. And it is nothing like that for anybody. I forgot there and network. I'm, I'm right. learned that. It's a good thing we learned that early that networking helps because I did my, you call it, you no know, work experience at, um, mm. When I did my internship, well, it wasn't an internship, it was a work experience. Because when I went that year, they just canceled the internship. Internship mm-hmm. are generally two, year, two years, or I said, internship done. Just had a work experience for free. 
So I say, oh, that's no problem to get your foot in as an engineering student on right. the best place I can ever start. Mm-hmm. So I got my experience there for six weeks. And when the six weeks finish, my legit tell them, say, oh, me continue work here as long as you want for free. Just forget for the free. experience. Oh. Okay, okay. Oh, for so, free. Yeah, man. Just forget the experience. And that's what I did. I did that for a year. And then uh, after that, I, I make some good links with the people, them, talk to people, get to know people, left a resume, just left a good impression, you know? Make right. sure that you, you come to work every day and you work. Even skip class. Skip class is just to come to work because it makes sense. You have the experience and get right. the paper. That's, that's basically how I see life. You have the experience. No, finish, finish. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I, the, and at the end of the day, the experience better than papers. That's that's, that's <laughs> what I, I can say. say. Then you still end up getting it because you'd finish at school and then you'd end up with the experience to help you get into a job or whatever else you want to do. Exactly, exactly. And, and that is exactly what happened here. Apart from that, I went to Florida for a couple of months and, and do HVAC, which is basically AC, AC installation and troubleshooting. And with that couple... Once in Florida, get some money, come back and, you know, of cushion money if you make sure that even if you didn't get the job, you still are trying to make, like, you still are trying to gain other skills then, basically. All right. So, All right, so <laughs> yeah, man, go through. Yeah. Mr. Fairman, so we hear you speaking about your jobs. But then I, I saw this recent post from the JSC on Instagram that said that I have two jobs. I work my nine to five and then the other is where you start building for yourself. Yeah. When did that actually begin? For the building process? Yeah. For myself? Mm-hmm. That start from that start which exactly? The YouTube or just YouTube the investing? Investing everything, the other side of you. Because mm-hmm. we hear we hear about Demetrius, the working mm-hmm. person. But yeah. Demetrius the person who works for himself. So everybody wanna hear the hustle. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in in second year of Caribbean Maritime. Fitness, that was the YouTube thing, you know? Everybody knows you for the big chest muscle guy walk around the school. And when I started that, I said, well, YouTube moves slow, so let me just sell some supplements in the meantime. So usually on the policy, I just strip and sell protein. Walk downtown, my bag full of protein powder and sell downtown just to create a little hustle on the side. So that I was trying to grow my own little supplement business on the side. But then, you know, customs is a hell of a thing. And oh customs sent up the price and the business just wasn't making any sense. Jamaica, favorite people. <laughs> <laughs> so it just wasn't making any sense. And I decided to put that aside. That I was doing the YouTube thing and saying, yo, I'm tired to see the Americans making so much money. And we are not using it the way it should be used. I am not a prank person. I am not a skit person. So that side of YouTube, most Jamaicans look <laughs> out of the uh, way for me. Ask, ask your questions and uh, stop your... <laughs> no, that, that out of the way for me. So that's, 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 that's just me you now pursuing YouTube. And then you now, YouTube was just kind of on the back burner. It wasn't so important. It was a hobby. But what I was really focusing on was stocks on that time because one of my friends we went on work and travel together and that year he came back from work and travel 
and we were talking about one by a car, you know, one by some car, some 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 livestock or something just to generate some money. Because yeah, yeah. come back for our country, we have a couple thousand US in your pocket, they feel rich. Mm. <laughs> so so we decided to to um he he was talking about his stocks, and I was saying, You're rich, my man, you talk about stocks. And he said, No, man, it's easy, man. Let me just invest a couple thousands with 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 a with a broker and him invest in a career and then every every quarter him get like a five grand and i said five thousand dollar just like that said, just like that i <laughs> said so you have your money sitting where you can get back anytime you want and still i get more money on it so wait, hold on that, that was your that was your first conversation or experience talking about the stock market that, that yeah, very 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 first are you old oh, at that time? Um, how about that? 22? 22. <laughs> Around 22, yeah, man. And that was the first time. You always see stocks on, on TV with ONGMs and everything. It seemed boring. When you actually <laughs> see somebody that is close to you applying it, it is working. And you're at the same age. You say, Yo, right. you, you, you need to get in on this. So that was my first <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's relatable. So from so so all right. So from that point now to where you are now, mm-hmm. how has your investment in yourself and in stocks actually changed your perspective on financial education? And how has that groomed you to become a better person or or or, or a more let's say um, a more economically driven person? Because you say you have a lot of money. Right, you say you, you have a lot of money. <laughs> Usually, criticize you about that. I can't see why people criticize you about that. But, <laughs> but at the same time, things like these are necessary, right? Um, paradigms like these, changes in mindsets like these are necessary for you to become um, an actual contributor to society. You now, so, so, so your in your introduction to stock market, to to the stock market, to where you are now, like how has that changed your life? Honestly, the way, let me just spin it this way. If I were to start over from scratch in high school, when I was selling all those banana chips, Captain's Bakery Donuts, use that money to buy Blackberry and, and, and PSP. <laughs> if mm-hmm. I were to do that again, trust me, I would have buy some NCB shares back then, I would have be a millionaire right now. Like that is... That is how much stocks has played a part in my lifestyle because right now I can't see myself doing anything else with my money. Like it, it groomed me into a sense that it makes me more mature and it makes me think logical. So it's not mm. the sense where you get a quick money and immediately you want to buy something to put on your car. Yes, I love cars. Yeah, I love car bad. But at the same time, this whole financial mindset and financial literacy. It, it, it changes the whole perspective and it, and it makes you be, to me, a more responsible human being. And, and not to be sexist or anything, but it, it makes you become more of a man when you're financially sound or when you're financially literate because we are expected to be breadwinners, right? Oh my gosh, you touched on something very deep. <laughs> so, yeah, no, can go there. <laughs> Remember the conversation that we had before in terms of um, just as young men overall saying that a man basically has to, to build his value. 
um your, your value mm-hmm. can come from maybe like your wallet or your mind with and both can be important it depends on how you hold your morals and standards so you were looking at yourself to say that is how you can build yourself it, it is very important because people don't want to really admit it but that is how the society will look at you uh yeah. you as a as a um remember my age 20, 27 yeah man 27 year old uh, 27 year old if a girl is supposed to see you and meet you now I'm pretty sure which by your work might be a question. Yeah. The main the main <laughs> metric, the main metric would be money. Definitely. Regardless of regardless of, of, of what that woman wants to say to you. Or I, I want a good get no, all right, stop. <laughs> money is the metric that is used, and sadly enough, it's it, it's a metric, the main metric that is used, especially um you know when finding a mate engaging whether or not this is viable you understand even before emotion you understand that that has to be a mutual understanding between both partners that listen we have to accept that listen money is very important so how we're going to live of course it's Mm -hmm. important to how demetrius has lived um investing in the stock market now has improved and increased his value um, um, I guess, uh, of course, literally as well, because you know your net worth will increase worth, as you yeah. get more into these stocks. So I mean, it, it's literal, it's literal and figurative in both senses. Now, it moves into my next question, Demetrius. Um, you know, we don't, especially the younger, the younger set of um, you know individuals, Jamaicans. We don't necessarily see stocks the way, um, let's say, an older person does, right? You know, holding over time, you see that that your wealth is building. Mm-hmm. We're young, you know, we don't have much income. We're investing like $2,000, $3,000, $4,000, um, let's say, in stocks. You don't not see much growth, mm-hmm. right? So they're going to look at that. Um, not necessarily objectively and say, listen, this doesn't make any sense for me, right? Because I can use that $4,000 and do something else with the money mm-hmm. than, you know, seeing these, these small-ass gains, right? So what is the argument or what is the point that you would make to a young person looking to the stock market to provide wealth over the long term? <laughs> I know it's simple though, and, and most of us, the only thing I forget out of our head when we're talking about this is don't think about becoming a millionaire overnight because that doesn't happen. So what they should instead focus on is comparison. Compare a savings account to an investment account. Nobody has problem with you saying you should save. They will take that advice and they will follow it when you say save. But when it comes to investing now, the risk is where some people have a problem with. But if you give them facts, then they will invest. And one thing I love to tell people is that you put your money into a savings account and you're lucky if the bank give you 1% per year. 1% is a lot. (laughs) Exactly. It's a lot. It's a lot. 0.05% is a lot. Trust me. Exactly. So when I tell them that you would have $5,000 in your account, and if you go next year and see 4900 don't be surprised. And nobody yeah. didn't steal your money. The bank needs money to keep their business going. 
So that is just what you're being charged. But if you have an investment account, yes, you might lose money. But skin in the game for a long period is guaranteed more returns or better returns on your money than what a bank account, a savings account will give you. And then I want to get to this next point of a different comp. It's a comparison. What about compounding? Yeah, man. And that is what who says again? Warren Buffett, seventh wonder of the world or something, something of the sort. That compounding. Albert, it was Albert Einstein. You said Albert that. Einstein. Yeah. Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's perfectly said because $500 this day, next year it's going to be $1,000. Next year it's going to be $1,500. And every time that interest goes onto that new balance, the money just keeps getting bigger and bigger without you technically not doing anything to it. Your money legit grow so i love that factor and that is why i love if you guys i'm not sure if you check out the channel but you can check out the channel plug (laughs) and i love dividend investing and that is why i love dividends because as soon as i get the dividends i don't need that cash right now so i just let that cash belong to the cash that is already existing in the account and it keeps growing it keeps growing every year every year so you, re- you reinvest the dividends automatically to, to, to create that compound growth effect. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, that, and, 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 that's a, and that's, I think, something that at our age, uh, well, persons younger than us will not see because we lack, we lack sometimes um, we lack foresight. Mm-hmm. And because we lack foresight, um, we, we, we don't give things time to mature, to compound. And because we can't read the future and it's so uncertain, um, we tend to make more impulsive decisions, right? So we get a $10,000 now, we spend it on a... We spend it on a... a clocks. Or clocks, sorry. Yeah, you understand? <laughs> yeah. We, we, we like buying liabilities, right? And moving into an era where um, there are so many companies, expect, not 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 just local companies. You have U.S. companies moving to moving into the almost trillion dollar, trillion dollar range, right? Mm-hmm. Investing in companies like that, mm-hmm. Apple, Microsoft, right? You, you, you have the basis on which you can build wealth, right? Even if you cannot start a company yourself mm-hmm. that can actually, you know, be valued at those levels, you have the option of investing in those companies here and and Demetrius you 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 have taken that option you love the you love the dividends we love the yeah. dividend you understand so so I mean this in itself this conversation in itself I think um and more conversations like this need to come up um you know we need to educate our youth um we need to educate ourselves to then educate the youth isn't it because this is a vital part of, of what it takes to, to actually, or one path it takes to actually become you know, financially free. Everybody wants to become financially free. It's like, it's like the buzzword, right? Every yeah, at the new hype or you know, the new trend. Everybody wants to yeah. be an entrepreneur and everybody wants to be financially free, but not many actually know the steps or how hard it is to actually let go and 
do it on your own. And, right. and that is to, that is to kind of spin off and say, yo, we're not telling anybody to quit their day job, you know, we're not tell, tell anybody to, to, to just go out there and, and try to end into foolishness and think it will be a business. No, because at the same time, we're going to need workers. The economy needs workers. And a person can really be they call, you know, fulfilled in their day job because that is what they love. And, and nothing, wrong, not, nothing wrong with that, you know? Nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, I, I, I see financial freedom as being fulfilled. So if you can get up every day and genuinely feel happy to go to work and earn your bread, then that is financial freedom. That is what that, I see as financial freedom because you're actually happy earning your bread. Mm-hmm. But if you think that you have a higher purpose, if you want to be the manager of your time and take on that stress, because it is stressful, trust me. Look at this right now, like well, legit a crunch time <laughs> at my day job trying to get this done. So it's up to a person if, if they feel fulfilled doing this type of things. So Agreed. Agreed. Stepping out of this now, Dimitri, just kind of winding down. Who are, who, what, do, what, would you, what would you say you do in your off time? Like, how do you, how do you away from the markets, away from work, <laughs> away from everything, how do you, how you kind of chill out and just get back Why? to it? Honestly, I was so like, boring, but if it is not talking about business to my <laughs> girlfriend, <laughs> well, my girlfriend legit just say, I'll talk about a business. <laughs> but, if it's not seeing a gap in a market like today when I'm a brethren trying to fix something on his market, I can't find nothing on YouTube because everything on YouTube is American based and Americans don't use markets, they use Lexus. I'm saying, that's a gap right there now. You can start a channel right there on, <laughs> on Japanese car and where we're like, that's true. <laughs> so that is. That is my, that is me. <laughs> exactly, isn't it? That's a whole yeah. niche by itself right there. And pretty this. Through, through every, through every complaint, you know, mm-hmm. as a problem, and and with every problem, you can associate or find a solution. So exactly. even right this, but you're bridging right this, and you're bridging just need to listen to what the people must say, and say, listen, all right, me will provide the solution. I'm going to be the solution. Yeah, that's putting the work. That's all I mean for the putting the work. Yeah, man, for you, man. I'm respect. I respect that. Now, your, your YouTube channel. What does it? Of course, financial education, but um, specifically, what do you focus on mostly? Is it stock investing strictly or um, do you encompass um, or try to encompass all of financial education? All right. So you, when, I, when I just started, it is it's basically, my channel is basically based on my interest. So when mm-hmm. I just started, it was mostly stocks because that was easily accessible. But as you know, with investing, the more you invest, the more your money grows and the more mm. you try to seek other income streams, then your, your risk appetite opens mm. and, and, and your investment appetite opens. So last previous videos or the previous videos on my channel was real estate focus, heavy real estate focus. Right. And it might be a boring topic to some Jamaicans and it might be a very, very niche because not everybody has that money. But mm. my channel is basically structured around all aspects of investing. So eventually, yeah, so eventually I want to lead off to stocks. Then I would right. lead off to some 
real estate, mm. uh, digital that, marketing, YouTube. Is it structured around your investment portfolio then? Is it? Is yeah. it I, mean, so, I want so, to show people what is possible through me. Right. But I don't oh. want to be a medium that just teaches based off regurgitated information. Like my right. legit want to show you my ups and downs as I invest. I think that's what's so special about your channel, actually. Because um, just to name a few people, you know, you know we see Kalila out there doing her mm-hmm. thing. We see people like, oh, is Odin of FX? Um, yeah. In, investor, uh, a smart investor. I look mm-hmm. at all those videos and we hear the info, but the way your yours resonate, resonate so personally to say, this is my journey and you can also do this and you need to figure out your own journey type mm-hmm. of thing. It's just, it just a, a difference in the perspective because it's, it's, it's good to hear information from those other channels, but you, you basically leave your info. And, and you you want to see it applied, right? Yeah. Yeah, like the same thing with Yanni. So Yanni said, like, we, we were talking and the conversation basically was leading towards you tend to see a lot of hype life, chopper lifestyle on TV. <laughs> and of course, the younger men are going to want to do that because they see that, yo, that actually works. Like that can actually bring me some money and bring me the girls and bring me the house. Yeah. So if I can be a medium where other people, especially males, my age, younger, or even older, because right. it doesn't matter when you start in life. It just matters that you start. If I right. can be a medium that they can look and I say, yo, fear man, do it. Mm. We can't do it too because fear man is the average guy like everybody else. Fear right. man is a big socialite. We have mm. millions of followers or thousands of followers on Instagram. He's a normal guy. He have a right. nine to five. He might try to come out of the rat race just like me. So that right. is, I want to establish some personal vibes with people. So I'm a rap with people. I'm supposed to can't see people. And you, and you don't scared to come up. You know, like one time I went to the barber shop and this guy, give me interest while I go on. And I say, yo, what um, you know, just play like you know the person, but you don't know the person. <laughs> I want yeah, to yeah. say, I want to say, yo, you want me to start my JMMB investing account and I appreciate the knowledge you have put out so far and I'm glad to find your channel because you come like we are start at the same time. That's okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Personal yeah, exactly. level, I want to be with people. And that's the special thing about it, you know, um, especially when you're in service, not just yourself. When you're in service to the society, you find that um, you know, people learn very quickly after you. You understand? Instead of running down the, the generic content, and you know, I try to be a Yahoo boy. You understand? <laughs> you, 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 you produce content like this, and you spread it, and people actually absorb it and put it to use. And that mm-hmm. is where fulfillment and even your side comes in. Because make sure that you feel good when man comes to you. You know, say, you know, say. Jano, brother, you make me do this, you know. You know what that bring a smile to your face. But forget all about monetization. <laughs> I just start uh, push video and push information and broaden my knowledge because more when somebody comes to me, I don't want to say, yo, Bridget, I don't know. More often yeah. say, yo, I don't know yet. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. we help you out. I'm a big editor. Ah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so. So you edit everything and even the production for you to be everything yourself? Everything. <laughs> a, big, a, big, a big thing, man. A big thing. Everything. Trust me. Yo, people always 
that's one thing too because i don't have that killer personality that people love on youtube i have to make sure that i can stand out some other way right so i try to have clean visuals good audio so that the message can get across even if i say yo dimitri is boring but at least me hear what i say <laughs> like yeah this so, card edit the other day that was so, that was so like i don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, i just let us out the camera and we say oh this this i just put in this in another video because we like it <laughs> your channel is basically a reflection of your growth because even in the early videos you wouldn't really crack as many jokes mm-hmm. And then, um, mm-hmm. as you grow and grow, you see later videos, you become more yourself. You, you make a little one and two thing, <laughs> you know, because maybe some people don't like to say, yeah, career as you, you know, you make a little one and two joke. Then. Yeah, maybe one and two joke. Like, at, this, at the end of the day, it's about, it's, it's, all right, no, this episode, again, people judge me for saying things like this because they say, you're all about money. Mm. But the thing is, it's business and careers wouldn't reach the point that they are if it weren't about business and business have a tendency for just be rough give people the cold shoulders and go out there and get your revenue or get your money and get get your profit all right i i personally i personally um may not say disagree because i don't want to mm-hmm. use a with people that say it's not all about the money. No, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. Um, there is some perspective to that. But you look at everything that is surrounding your life right now. Mm-hmm. And ask yourself, would it be achieved or would it have been achieved without money? Right? People always say, yo, listen, money is evil. Money is this, money is that. But yet still, you put money in your gas tank for each home. Right? <laughs> you understand? Everything mm-hmm. is in. It is interconnected to everything you do in your life right now, right? Yeah, and because it's interconnected to everything you do in your life right now, two things are going to happen. It's either going to inflow or outflow. So you decide for yourself whether you want to control the inflow mm-hmm. and outflow, or you just live a life, brother, and make, it, I make, I make the world back up. So, yeah, because so. you know, it's just a tool. You know? It's a tool, mm-hmm. and, 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 it, and that tool amplifies your actions. So if you would it be a man who sell fruits and you say, yo, instead of a knife, we need a cutlass for them coconut. Yeah. That will improve your quality of work, right? Of and course. then you're going to end up getting more revenue. But mm-hmm. no, for the man who have evil intentions, I'm going to stop using knife because a machine can dice up a man properly. You're right, right. So two separate actions, but it just two separate actions, same tool, but it just amplify what you then, were. Then, then the problem isn't the tool, it's the user. Exactly. Not, are, the, are the user end of the day? It's the not, user. It, it's, and, and that's the thing. People attach this, this evilness to money. Mm-hmm. The money, money itself, the tool, and not to the user. Mm-hmm. You understand? And I think that is where the disparity comes in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't mind hearing and respecting your perspective, right? Mm-hmm. That, that money is evil and whatever, but at the end of the day, it it, it makes the world go round, regardless and, of whether you like it uh, or not. And you are going to use it what you have need it, it for. You have mm-hmm. to use it. It mm-hmm. is the medium. It's the medium of exchange that is accepted exactly um, around the world. So mm-hmm. going into and, that now, 
I, I kind of understand. I kind of understand why some people have different views on this whole career yeah. as thing because it's a moral standpoint. Some people are against smoking, and some people have no problem with it at the end, at the end of the right. day. But I, I, it's hard to say sometimes. But I try to. I am not a moral investor, and that is just the way how I invest. Some people invest with feelings and morals. I invest based if it goes green, it's good. If it green meaning money is good, it's that's how I invest. So, so you're more of a um, fundamental investor. You look at the you look at the, the the balance sheet. You're looking at the cash flows. You're seeing how the company is performing, whether mm -hmm. it's a balance sheet. You know, looking at the current ratio. Yeah. And sometimes you're not even go that deep, you know. Like, mm. like once you're just starting out, it's good. It's so like mm. investing one on one, but it's mm. good to know all of those, know the jargons, know the formulas, know the ratios, know the definitions, know how to read a balance sheet, know when to apply ratios. It's good mm. to know that. But when you reach to a certain point, I am not no means a great investor. But mm. once you can see how other investors are behaving. Mm. I mean, I don't have to have a term for either behavioral, behavioral or, or social investing. Mm. If you can see what investors are interested in before it mm. reaches saturation, before everybody wants it. But if you can look at it and know, you know that I so can so this thing as, as lucrative. I watch people and, and based on people's reaction, that's how I make so you're more, uh, 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 investment. So you're more of a sentiment-based investor? If, if, that's a, if, that's a, if that's a word that I can use, then I would say that, but not too deep as it pertains to like career as now when people have sure. different... But, I mean, here, here's the thing with that now, because mm -hmm. that is highly speculative, you know? So people yeah, can look... Yeah. People can look at that. And of course, that incurs every investment has risk. Mm -hmm. but, but especially when you're investing based on, on, on sentiment, mm -hmm. it, it kind of it amplifies the risk. Now, you might become very comfortable with taking that risk because it's mm -hmm. what's, it, it, it has worked for you. Exactly. Right? But at the same time, everybody needs to be exposed to different forms mm -hmm. or types of investing. Mm -hmm. You understand? And find their fit. So you found your fit with this method. Now it's working for you. Yeah, man. So, so, so my suggestion, people, we do not give financial advice. We're not financial yeah, advisors. This, 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 is this is strictly strictly for entertainment purposes only. All right. So, so you have to find your fit. You have to find what works for you in investing in the investing world. As you said, by no means am I a great investor, but Mm -hmm. uh, being exposed to the markets, learning about the markets and, and trying to hone the skill of, you know, stock investing, trading. That's, that's right? step one. That's step one. Step, that is step one. Get your foundation good. Because, not because I see 20 people investing in, in we think, I'm going to say, oh, we think good enough. Not because I see Hustle House JA investing in a certain stock, I am going to do it. I would say, oh, there must be a reason that they are investing in it. Let me do my research. Mm. Right, 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 right. So, so it, okay, so that's how you make your decisions or plan to make your decisions. Exactly. Okay. okay. Yeah, great, so, great. In what other ways would you so, diversify? Let's, let's, let's. 
So go go to question there, which other yeah. ways I, I I would diversify right now. Yeah. All right. So I have stocks already. I have the YouTube. So that's basically I see a new term the, uh, the other day, and I love that term. That's the di- digital real estate. That's basically that's basically having having your you call it no <laughs> your your flag on right. on various platforms. So right now my platform is going to be. YouTube. That's where I spend most of my time. That's where I try to learn the algorithm as best as possible. Not so much Instagram. I want to go on other platforms. So as right now, stocks and social media is where I diversify. I am looking into going into real estate and uh, I am looking into Airbnb arbitrage, if you guys know that term. Yeah, yeah. But, but just, you know. Just, hold on. just for the people that don't understand what it is, just give us a, like a brief explanation. Okay, so Airbnb uh, um, arbitrage. If you guys know Airbnb, it's a host sharing platform. And arbitrage is, Airbnb arbitrage is basically you renting a household or renting a, a piece of real estate. So a room, anything that people can stay. So you rent it from a renter and then you host that that um, space on Airbnb. So mm-hmm. scenario would be that I see a place in Kingston renting for 1,000 US a month. You know, nice apartment, 1,000 US a month. And I go on Airbnb and rent it for $100 a night. That's $3,000 right. roughly for a 30-day month. That's $3,000 mm-hmm. for the month. Then I would mm-hmm. just subtract my rent, my utilities and everything roughly... I would have a profit of around $1,500. So basically what you're doing is renting from a renter and then mm-hmm. renting it after that. And so renting it after that without actually owning the real right. estate. Right, right. So you, 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 have a base, you have a base cost, which is the rent and utilities, right? Mm-hmm. Then you mark up the cost um, on Airbnb depending on the amount of visitors or amount of people that potentially could rent that um, particular piece of real estate. Yeah, man. So you make, you, make a, you make a profit um, between those two prices. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. actually a good, a yeah, good strategy. It's a good strategy, but at the same time, I'm not, I don't have any skin in the game yet, but mm. you can see it already. Like, know your market, mm. know your climate, which is mm. the virus climate right now. Because I'm not sure if you can say the word because we're not sure if YouTube ever want to put the ads up yeah. about get your <laughs> job and them thing there. So that's a thing, know your climate. But if that don't work out or if that's a thing I do on the side, I'm also trying to look into rental, trying to get a, a, a place of residence and do some conversion in it and rent, mm. you know, become a, a landlord. So I want to go into the real estate space, but <laughs> bad. So, bad. So- so earlier, earlier you mentioned, um, so on, on the channel, I see that you have some real estate um, videos up. Is it a case mm-hmm. that um, you, have, you have that experience um, already? Or is it a case that um, you, you're working on gaining the experience and then sharing knowledge you already have to the audience? You see this, the real estate videos? That's, mm. that's me basically learning. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's me saying, all right, how can I leverage myself learning and monetize it? 
<laughs> so I am monetizing myself learning and hopefully that knowledge will also be profitable in the future. Okay, Being okay. that I can apply myself to get properties for myself. Okay. So what winding down now, what, what does your investment portfolio consist of? Like what are the what are the asset classes currently? Is it just stocks? Um is it cryptocurrency? Um, NFTs. Where, where, where is majority of you? Not, 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 uh, not asking specifically. Yeah, for the portfolio, just mm. the asset classes that they mm. consist. Well, so for anybody who wants to see my exact portfolio breakdown, just company channel. I oh, have that video. Oh, <laughs> but, but at the same time, um, I, all right, let me just come clean about this one. So I did the NFT video. So Usain Bolt should make one. And I still think that he should make an NFT. I don't have any NFTs invest. I don't invest in NFTs because that was just me studying, learning the space. And I don't have that big of a disposable income to be spread so thin. So I don't invest in NFTs. As it pertains to cryptocurrencies, I have a couple, I would say a couple thousand, but... It, it, the interest brought it up to a couple thousand US dollars, not much, around maybe 2,000 US dollars in cryptocurrencies. So like Bitcoin, think about 30% Bitcoin, 50% Ethereum, and mm-hmm. then 20% to the moon kind, you know, the Doge kind. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, I have to play like a speculation with crypto because yeah. honestly, crypto is something that I can't just put on pen to paper and draw a map and put expectations and calculation like crypto don't work like that your crypto is a use case scenario if you see people are using it that's the only thing i that's the only way i think you can invest in crypto so that's my crypto that's my crypto investment Mm. and then now stocks as you know invest in the jamaican market so i have financial manufacturing and uh, real estate stocks so what's your What's your favorite sector? Favorite sector so far. Mm. Well, it, it has to be financial banking and and uh, manufacturing. Mm. Okay, so that's where you, that's where you made most of your gains. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and with, 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 careers and, with, and the JMB preference here just just <laughs> give me a nice a nice a nice thing since months. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's a bright side to keep in those stocks. Like I would sell other stocks as soon as they profit, but mm. I am not going to sell careers anytime soon. And that, J, and that JMB preference here, I'm going to milk it for all it's worth. Right. So, and, and, and that real estate, the real estate companies, which, which mm-hmm. one do you hold? So, all right. You know that First Rock is a real estate investment holding company so it's not like they're entirely a REIT they acquire real estate and they have it in their portfolio mm-hmm. and and they use it to generate profits but so it's not like they are a REIT where because REIT First, and, and, and REIT and, and holdings company are basically similar in the fact that they own real estate but what makes mm-hmm. them different is their is their um payout mm-hmm. their return on investment that's their that's but, their their differentiating you know, factor. First rock is in a bit of is in a bit of trouble. Yeah, um, yeah. Sure, if you saw the, the news lately, um, mm-hmm. 
they have a they have a debacle on their hands. Um, you know, the the short story is that they have to move 500 million units mm-hmm. on that stock. Now, as an investor, first rock looking on that and, and seeing those issues come up. Um, what is your sentiment now on First Rock? Is it a case that, all right, this is happening, I'm going to sell? Um, or is it a case where, all right, um, this is just one hiccup. First mm-hmm. Rock is a startup started in March 2019. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it time, I'm going to hold it. Or is it that the volatility on the stock is too much and you're going to let it go? All right, so two things that are going to happen to an investor who have first rock. Is either they buy more shares because it's at a bargain? No. Or they liquidate some of their, their cash in first rock to a point that they feel comfortable having that amount of money invested. So I'm going to go with the, the latter. I already took some money out because I invested, I didn't invest at IPO. I invested when their price was around thirteen dollars, uh, and then sold some when they were at about sixteen dollars. Okay. So, so the one that I have in first right now, I am comfortable watching that fluctuate. Okay. Okay. So you've accepted the risk. Um, mm, I've for- accepted the risk. Is an important. Okay, for the remaining portion. That's good. That's good. That's good. I just hope that um. Mm-hmm. Whatever is happening with First Rock, um, I hope that it gets resolved quickly for their yeah, sake. Um, but um, Dimitris, um, winding down now, it has been um, another stunner of an episode. And <laughs> usually, usually, um, you know, just for a bit of transparency with Hustle of JA, um, we always, we always try to go above and beyond and try to find um, Fortune 500 um, CEOs or guests. But I find that the most genuine episodes are with individuals like yourself, right? Um, you're, you're very clear um, upfront with the information. You, you, you're accepting of your flaws, right? Um, usually ego gets in the way of doing that. And, you know, you seem like a very self-aware gentleman. Um, you're, doing, you're doing a society. Yeah, you're doing a society. yeah, man, you're doing a society well, um, providing content that is beneficial to all age groups, right? And, you know, having you on this platform says a lot. Um, I do wish you all the best myself. Um, I hope that we can actually continue our conversations after this podcast, you know, and, you know, get to a level where we can start investing jointly or whatever the case may be. But having these connections like this with like-minded individuals, it, it, it really, it really, um, especially for me, um, I'm sure Kamari is the same as well. You know, it, it kind of sparks a, a, a little a switch in your head that says, all right, um, there are more people like me who do this. So I should continue. I should continue yeah, man. to keep the connection, right? And and, and to, to keep going forward. What do you think, Kamari? Yeah, this right here, what we're doing, networking. I don't know, this link now, I can 
DM each other, email him, check up on the progress. Um, as I said, I can maybe invest, um, see, see something that's profitable in the future and say, what is the capital? What you say? You want to get it on this? We can, can go yeah, from man. there. Definitely, definitely. So, Demetrius, um, just one last thing. Um, I don't know if you want to share um, a word of advice to, to just based on where you are in life now um, for those for those Probably, people who for like those future millionaires and billionaires you know? <laughs> right and 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 even even yourself as well um you know 22 pre 22 year old um demetrius you know i'm sure there's a lot of them out there who have no idea what the stock market can do um you know the paradigm which hasn't happened yet um you might be that motivating factor to actually switch the mindset so what would you say to those persons listening on right now all I can say, and I'm talking to younger Demetrius here, if you find yourself doing something that feels effortless to you and it doesn't feel like you're working, then zoom in on that one thing. Become a master of it and then monetize it. Don't follow the crowd and try to do a billion and one things and stretch yourself too thin. I did that and, and, it, and it didn't work out and it, it kind of gives you a late start. But focus on one thing. Come a master at it. Don't let nobody deter you and tell you that, oh, that one thing now work out. Come a master at it and monetize it and you will be good in your life. Some All right, word, wise word, 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 <laughs> wise, you know, word, <laughs> word, wise. So, thank you very much again, Mr. Demetrius Fairman. Um, guys, again, we're going to be putting his YouTube um, channel link in the description below. Check it out, especially for those who who, who want to start investing. That mm-hmm. dividend investing um, seems to be a like of his. So, if you want to get paid quarterly or semi quarterly. Uh-huh. Monthly, even monthly, yeah. <laughs> or or even or even you know, gains. Or something else. I know about it. <laughs> yeah, man, everyone, man, nice man. So, <laughs> yeah, Demetrius so, Fairman on YouTube, guys. What's IG? See, I'm Demetrius Fairman. Tell him, tell him, I'm a boring guy. <laughs> Demetrius Fairman. So let's check me out. The only thing I different different on it was Twitter, and it is. Dimmy tips, but Demetrius Fairman, you can find me on our socials. All right, great. So closing out this show again. Thank you for watching. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Demetrius, again for coming on to the podcast and definitely tune in to our next episode. All right. Peace, everybody. Time. All right, big up All on right. yourself. Right. Yeah, man. Bless up, G. All right, please.